Welcome back, welcome back. We are back. What up? What up, Doe? What up, Council? This is Sean Crow right here live and direct with my boys. Matt Benavides. Matt Gregory. We are back for episode five. Five. Can you believe it? I cannot. Somehow we haven't got canceled or taken <laughs> off the air. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, give it time. Um, I don't know who makes those decisions because this is like a free form thing. But I'm going to pretend like there is a possibility that we can get canceled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ESPN's coming after us. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, episode five, we're back. And I, we got a little entrance music now. Yeah, we, we do. We are official. I'm yeah. telling you. We have some real life music to it's us. Step in our step. I like I'm it. telling you, we are becoming a legit podcast. Yeah, that was for you guys out there in the fans. Yeah, that's all you. Yeah. That's not for us. You guys asked and we delivered. We did that for you. You want to hear some music? God damn it, you're getting music. We got it. So we're going to jump right in. Uh, we're still rounding off uh, the AFC. This is the last AFC round that we have to do. It's the AFC West. Um, and we're going to talk about some draft grades. We're going to talk about some draft picks, let you know, know what we think. Um, and at the end, we want to hear from you. So we'll get into that and how you can reach out to us here at the end. But we're going to dive right in. Um, Denver Broncos. Uh, that's good picks, man. Yeah, um, they, they had quite a few good picks. Uh, I think, I don't know, like 10 overall, but uh, they did pretty well this year. I feel like they did. Yeah, I, I have to say Drew Locke should send John Elway a box of chocolates, oh. roses, flowers, whatever he Tip has treats, to do whatever. to take Jared Judy and then K.J. Hamler, wide receiver Penn State, with you have Cortland Sutton. Man. Oh, my gosh. Drew Locke, if you, you – if you mess this up, it's your fault. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on him this year. It's, yeah. it's got to be. You got Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I forgot about that. You got Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. This is a good young little offense now. Yeah, yeah. They they did well to give him some weapons. Obviously, we all know about Jerry Judy. Uh, everybody praises him for the route-running ability, which will be great next to Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Um, KJ Hamler, I honestly, I, I didn't know much about uh, Sean kind of got me onto his highlight tape, and and the kid can play. He's a burner. Yeah, for sure. So I, I think they did really well, you know, getting Cushenberry in the third. I think that was a quality pick, also. So uh, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed with what they managed to do in in this draft. Yeah, like you said, I think Cushenberry. I think he's going to slide into that center spot, and then the the free agent addition, uh, Graham. Glasgow, he's going to play guard. Um, but the only thing I don't know what they're doing is tight end. <laughs> they got to know. Yeah. You already have, you know, uh, Noah Font, who they got, who was top 10 overall. You yeah. got Jake Butt, one of my favorite ones. Yeah. <laughs> the all name team. <laughs> Nick Vanette, Jeff Howerman. Oh, man. They got Albert. Old. I'm not even going to try that one. Oak. Oak. Oquick Boonham? Oquick Boonham. Look at you. There we See, go. See, Gregory always messes up the names. Benavidez always has them down to a pat. I yeah. defer to Matt from now on. <laughs> this is insane. Hey, man. You got to get your strength. You know, there's somebody somewhere who's like, oh, you can never have too many tight ends. Yes, you definitely can have too many tight ends. Oh, case and the in Denver point. Broncos have all of them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I guess they think they're sitting on trade capital with that. You ever man. have like the dude that you play fantasy with who's like just stockpiling receivers or running backs? Oh. Like, well, I'm going to get a trade soon for him because yes. I, I want to draft all the running backs and nobody can have them. 
Yes. This is like the real life. John Elway is like that dude in real life. He's stockpiling tight ends. But here's the thing, John. Nobody needs this many tight ends. No one. Including no. you. <laughs> no, and I thought they got their guy, Noah Fant, last year. Like, that guy yeah. took over. Oh, space. absolutely. You don't need anybody else. Well, but good hey, luck convincing John of that. There you go. I mean, they got another one. We'll, we'll see what happens. But overall, Broncos to me, good draft. B plus. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they did some things. Again, like we talked to, like you mentioned a second ago. I was all on the KJ Hamler train. I was down for the Eagles yep. taking him in the second if we decided to go another way in the first. Um, dude's a ball. He's fast as hell, man. I mean, he didn't run the 40, so there's no like official time on him. I mean, it, it's hard to go by what you see at pro days because you know, there's been like stuff that people were kind of you know faking the picture or whatever. Yeah. But I, I couldn't agree with you more, Gregory, as far as like if I'm Drew Locke, who is the most Madden-generated name of all time, <laughs> I stand by that. Like, you, you need to go to L.A. and be like, okay, you know, I appreciate it. You're doing what you can do. They got a great offensive line if you look at it. So they have um, Garrett, Bo- uh, Garrett Bowles, who was like a top 10 pick year, yeah. two, two, three years ago, whatever it was. Um, you know, uh, Lawan James is your, at your right tackle position. So, so you have, you know, a pretty good offensive line. You have, you know, a decent defense. You got AJ Boye. You went and got Kareem Jackson. You moved you into had Bradley safety. Chubb, Von Bradley Miller, Chubb, Von Miller, um, Jarrell Casey as your defensive end, like, which they got for a steal from the Titans. I'm telling you, really? What they get for him? I think a fifth or yeah, it was like a day three. Pick. Oh yeesh. way to go! So you know, I, I think Drew Elway is finally figuring out how to be a GM, um, and and we'll see what he can do. But I mean. You got Jerry Judy, who was the Blitnikoff winner, which is you know top receiver in the nation, um, the best route runner in the draft. Oh, uh, Barna, absolutely glides off the line. Like he's not going to like blow you away with his speed, but he's going to create that separation right off the line. Absolutely, he's not super physical like CD Lamb. He's not super fast like um, uh, Rugs, but he's going to get open because he can run the best routes. Yeah, and if you're Drew Locke, you need that extra. Tenth of a second to just get open, get your hands up, um, and he's going to be wrapping Young Jeezy on the sidelines this year as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know, th- this could be a surprise sleeper team for some people out there. It just all really falls on Drew Locke. It really does. It, it you really got a does. you got a solid defense, and you have the potential to have a top ten offense. Flacco's gone. It's all on Drew Locke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't. I don't feel super confident in Drew Locke. You know, he wouldn't be my first choice. I'll tell you that much. I, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think they're sniffing the playoffs. Um, nah, but I, think, I think their division's too tough. It's, yeah. just, the division is stacked, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, right, let's get into that right now. I think we're, we're done with the Broncos, right? Oh, Broncos done. Okay. Yes. So then you were. Now we're going to the returning NFL Super Bowl champions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The real MVP. Lives here, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Now, I, how could we make this offense better? We have arguably the best quarterback, right? Yep. We have arguably the best tight end in the league. Yeah. We have the probably the best fast receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill. What could we do to get better? Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and get the running back LL at LSU, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, I'll be honest. This wasn't 
the first running back that I thought would come off the board. Oh, no. I was going to ask you guys. I mean, this guy was the number four running back yeah, on the board. No way. I, so, okay, so what do you think made them go with Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire at, at 32 over a Dobbins, over a Jonathan Taylor? Uh, I think one is the prestige of LSU. Really? I, I think that yeah. had, had something to do with it. Again, you always want to bring in guys who have been in a winning environment already, who have already established, you know, winning habits and traits in their practice and, and like leading you, up to games. Like you said, I mean, with that LSU kind of program, SCC, I mean, you're going to get that. Joe Burrow went on record and said, this guy is the MVP of our team. This guy really? made our offense click, and wow. without him, it yeah. wouldn't have gone. And I think he can catch the ball, and that's something that – Andy Reid, he loves to have. Oh, yeah. Andy Reid loves a good receiving running back. You look at Brian Westbrook. You look at LaShawn McCoy. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. He, he likes guys who can get out there and, and catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think that was a, a solid pick for him. Again, I I didn't have it. Um, I, th- I mean, there were a couple running backs, I think, that probably could have gone before Edwards Hilaire. But this was – Probably a, a scheme fit. Yeah, you yeah. know, and fits perfectly. I think, in and and you can't beat that. And he's not a he's not a guy that like, oh my god, we need a running back. Like, God, we have no running game. Like, you still have the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, you still have one of the best weapons at wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. You still have one of the most sure-handed guys in Travis Kelsey who can get up the field. And you still have Damian Williams. Like he's not a, he's not a scrub. Like no, you know, really. Dam- Clyde Edwards Lair is by no means going to walk in and get the starting position. Oh no, 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 like Damian Williams, another OU veteran, yeah, um, another OU graduate, uh, is going to get is going to get a majority of the of the workload. But as someone you can kind of bounce off of, and uh, I didn't know that that Burrow went to bat for him like that. So yeah, I mean, he, that's the number one overall pick saying he's the heartbeat of our team or he's the MVP of our team. Like that's high praise. Yeah. And then, uh, so round two, they take Willie Gay, linebacker, Mississippi State. Now, this guy Dog. looks like a modern NFL linebacker. This guy's 6'1", 243, ran a four four six in the 40. Man, this combination makes him the kind of leap that you need in the middle. Like, this is what they – their linebacker core is already kind of underwhelming. So the fact that you can get him in the second round, maybe this guy can be the, the centerpiece that you need for that defense – Big, big get for him. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of the, and then Mississippi State is known for for putting out some dogs like Jeffrey Jeffrey Simmons, Jonathan Abram, Fletcher Cox, Chauncey, Chris Jones, Bernard, like McKinney. Cameron Dantzler, like that. They're known for having a good defense. So I mean, you're getting the guy in Willie Gay Jr. who who comes from that style of defense who's can jump right into the pros. Absolutely. So, I mean, they're known for having a lot of good defensive guys uh, that come out of that. K.J. Wright, just amongst some others that are kind of off the top of my head. I'm definitely not using my computer on that one. That's all the top of my head when I'm naming these guys. Um, <laughs> I just know that much about Mississippi State. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a great pick. And I'll be honest, as someone who needed a linebacker, in Philly, everything comes back to the Eagles for me. We all know this. Um, this was a guy that I looked at. I was like, man, second, maybe third round. Obviously, he got picked up, um, you know, kind of towards the end of the second. But I think it's a great look. Yeah. I liked uh, Lucas uh, Naing off the tackle from T- TCU as well. I'm not a fan of Eric Fisher. Um, mm. 
This yeah. is uh, in the first round. I had the Chiefs getting like Josh Jones or an offensive tackle, something like that, yeah. in that kind of range. And to get this guy uh, who can have a year to kind of develop, and then when Eric Fisher's done, hopefully next year or the year after, this guy can kind of slide in and take that spot. I think this is a great gift for him. Um, one thing I wish they kind of – I mean, they didn't have the picks to do it. I mean, I wish they would have dressed cornerback a little earlier because I think that's still kind of one of their weaknesses. But um, – Thanks. Wow. <laughs> My bad. Our first technical problem <laughs> live right here. But, yeah, overall, I mean, Kansas City, I think it was a solid draft. I mean, they, they got some stuff for their scheme. Uh, they got a solid linebacker to anchor their foundation and a nice – uh, offensive tackle that can, you know, hopefully produce in a year or two from now. So I, I gave it a B, B minus. Yeah, and like I said, man, I, I, I see Kansas City as walking back into the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I just, with, you know, with everything that's happened to the Texans and, and some, you know, losing some 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 key, key people, uh, and I'll be honest, I don't think the Ravens will have as good of a year this year as they did last year. I think teams will start to figure out Lamar Jackson. I think he'll still be amazing. Don't yeah. cut my head off just yet. But I don't think he'll have as good of a year as he had this past year. I, and I just – as dynamic as Patrick Mahomes has been and as dynamic as that offense is, as great of an offensive mind as Andy Reid is, I just yeah. see them walking back you to You have to goal. ask yourself, like, is any lead safe with the Chiefs? Because, like, the Titans, the Texans, yeah, they, proved they were up yeah. 24, 21. Yeah. Didn't matter. They came back and they won. They blew out the Texans when the Texans were up twenty-four to zero, and they beat them by twenty-four points. That is insane. Yeah, that's rough. Also, as an undrafted free agent, your boy Shea Patterson. I don't know why this ad keeps playing. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Shea Patterson is an undrafted free agent. Really? Yeah, Mr. Shea Patterson. So he's fourth on the depth chart. I don't think he's sniffing the field. No, I, I always like. I've always enjoyed watching him. It'd be a fun little to have him sit behind him and see what happens and develop some. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. All right. Okay. So up next, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Now, we all know the Raiders. What is one thing that they have been built on, and that is their foundation. That is what they want. That is their persona. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant confusing draft pick. That I thought you were talking about, like, drugs. <laughs> you know, a little bit of everything. The, the holy trinity. <laughs> right? The Raiders. Criminals. Loved them some speed, so they went out and got Henry Ruggs. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? The number one wide receiver off the board. Not CeeDee Lamb. Not Henry Ruggs. Or not Jerry Judy. Yeah. Henry Ruggs, the number one. See, so this was my, when, um, who was 11? The Jets? Mm-hmm. Yes. When they didn't go receiver. I was like, oh, man, Jerry Judy, shooing. Absolutely. Shoo-ing I, I had like, Jerry yes. Judy as well. I was, And so when I heard Ruggs 12, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I think you had mentioned, or one of y'all had mentioned, I think it was you, Gregory, had mentioned in our, um, in our mock draft pod that we did about how um, Judy's player comp was Amari Cooper, right? Yeah. And so you lose Amari Cooper, you want to get Amari Cooper right back and Jerry Judy – but they were like, no. Chucky was like, not so fast. So he went Henry Ruggs. And I'll be honest, I wanted Ruggs for the Eagles. I wanted that speed. And we ended up getting to someone else later on, Jalen Rager. But the thing about Ruggs is I had a friend of mine who reached out to me. Um, shout out to Carlo. He's listening all the way from Boston, Massachusetts. Shout out. Hey, what's um, good? My man. From down and down. 
He's yeah. gonna be pissed off at me about that accent. <laughs> but, uh, but he reached out to me and we were talking about rugs to the Eagles, and he was like, you know, is he Tyre? I was like, oh, he could be Tyreek Hill. He's like, yeah, he could also be John Ross. Yeah. Ooh. See, my thing so, is people, so, people have to remember Henry Ruggs was the number three wide receiver for Alabama. Yeah. He wasn't their one or two. He was their third wide receiver. Yeah. And but I think it goes back to the Tyreek Hill thing. Everybody sees Tyreek Hill. Like, oh, it's the Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Or we can have that speed like Tyreek Hill. But bro, not everyone's Tyreek Hill. Oh no. There are some John Rosses out there. Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? There are more John Rosses than there are Tyreek Hill. There are some Santana Mosses out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. and I'm not saying he's that. He could be the next Tyreek Hill. I'm not good. And if he looks, if he turns out that way, we're all going to have egg on our face. But I just think to be the first one off the board. See, that's my thing. I don't think he was the best wide receiver in this class. No, clearly not. And, And so if you're not number one in the class, I don't care what your scheme looks like. You shouldn't be number one off the board in yeah. your position. Um, and, and like you said, Gregory, I think Jerry Judy – his comp was more of Amari, and I kind of thought that's where they would go. Yeah. Uh, so this was a kind of, I don't want to call it an oddball pick because it's not like, you know. It's not a bad pick. Yeah, it's not a super reach or anything. You know, Derek Carr is going to, I would love it. Like, yeah. hey, I can't outthrow this guy. Yeah. You know, but it, they got Josh Jacobs. It follows in line with what the Raiders are known for doing in the draft, and that is, Picking at the position you thought they were going to pick, but mm-hmm. not picking the guy you thought you were going to pick. And that showed with pick 19 as well. Was just about the, you just, you followed that intro exactly with yeah. pick 19. They, now their thing is like, hey, we want speed. And what's the other thing Gruden loves? He loves tough people. Absolutely. Yeah, that grit, it really. That grit and grind. And that's exactly what Damian Arnett, the cornerback from Ohio State, I mean, he was all right. I mean, I, I like him, but he got burnt a lot. And, you know, but he was a tough guy. I admit he played through an injury. That's what, at least that's what came out. Yeah. And so if Cruden says, hey, you know, this guy was on the field, he, he's a dog like Jonathan Abrams, you know, he's building maybe this greedy team, but I think they reached there. I, 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 I do too. too yeah. yeah. I, I thought the same thing. I think there were plenty. Plenty of corners on the board at 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, not that Arnett's not a, a top tier a defensive back, but there were some guys that went later that statistically performed better, their tape looked better, and fundamentally they were they didn't get exposed as much as Arnett did last year at Ohio State. Uh, so uh, again, they needed they needed the defensive back. It's just did they need this defensive back. And that's the question I'm not 100% sure on. Speaking of questions, my question mark comes in the third round with Lynn Bowden Jr. out of Kentucky. So he finished the last games of his eight of his, or sorry, the last eight games of his junior season at quarterback. And they have him listed here as a running back wide receiver. Yeah. So my question is, let's look at their depth chart at running back. You have Josh Jacobs and Jalen Rashard. So you're, Pretty much good there. I think. Yeah, that's. I solid. think this is the year that Jacobs takes that next step. I'm all on board for the Josh Jacobs train. Like, yeah. I think he could be a solid number one guy in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I truly believe that. Definitely. So we look at receivers, right? So your number one is Tyrell Williams. Now Yeesh. he. So he's what six four. 
He had eight, nine hundred yards last year, which is a solid year, but it's not a number one. He's no. not an he no. go anywhere a, else, any other team in the league, he's the number, number two. two. Yeah. Right? Um, so number two is Henry Ruggs. So you have your size and then I have your speed guy. Yeah. Three, you have you could do Hunter Renfro, Nelson Aguilar, Zay Jones, Keelan Doss, who's you know, was big on hard knocks. Yeah, and, you know, of course. Did okay. But like I just if you Tyrell Williams, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, Zay Jones, Aguilar. Like, none of them are number one guys. No. It's funny you say that because you look at it, they got Ruggs, they got Bowden Jr., and then they got Brian Edwards. They got three wide receivers in this draft. So, obviously, what you're saying is maybe they don't have faith in that wide receiver group. So, let's redo it. So, okay. So, where did, so I guess you put Bowden at receiver? Now, Bowden is he's a fun guy. Because he's 5'11, 204. He used to be a quarterback. Yeah. He used to be a quarterback, and I think he'll be a wide receiver kind of gadget guy. If it all goes well, maybe Antoine Randall. Remember that name? Oh, yeah. I could see that. His player comp they have is Randall Cobb. Oh. You know, it could be. You know, I, I think it could be a dart throw. He could be a nice little gadget throw for him. Put him in there like a like a zone read or like uh, a jet sweep type guy. See, I, I think I think – Maybe uh, a wildcat. Yeah, maybe John Gruden had that had that Taysom Hill moment in his head, and went, "Well, you know, that seems to be the thing." This it year. it, it yeah. does, and and it's that's trending. I mean, very I, much so. And, and usually, NFL is very much a copycat league. Oh so. yeah, they oh, see yeah. it works. That means oh, I can do it, or I can improve it. But it's not always the case. That's, yeah, because you're not using the same personnel. So I mean, it's it's tough to replicate. To me, I feel like all these guys are high risk, high reward. Very much. So. This, yeah, this, this, this is a, a very boom draft, or it could be a it could be a bad draft. Yeah, that's, that's a so classic he, Raiders draft. So he won the Paul Hornung Award, which is the nation's most outstanding all-purpose player. Look at him. Yeah, and I know I've, I know y'all seen that Instagram of him with that hundred-yard muffed punt. Uh-huh. That was that was this kid. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and I think it was in high school. He was their punter, and he like was going to punt out of his own end zone, dropped it, and then just housed it. Took it a hundred yards and housed it. And so from you Youngst- can't be mad at that. Okay, sign me up for this guy. That's- I mean, we'll see. Youngstown, Ohio. So you know he's got that dog mentality. A lot of great players come out of Youngstown. Yeah. Um, all right. I, it to me, you I, know, see. confusing to me. A little bit of a stretch for me. But it. I'm not. You know, we'll get to talk about how I feel about quarterbacks. I give, I give it a C. You know, it's just a wait and see approach. Definitely. See what yeah, I, I, just, I think. I think with with Judy and Lamb on the board, and you go rugs. That's where I scratch my head. Yep. Up but next, I'm sitting here, and you know they're in the NFL. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So last but not least, uh, the Chargers. Gold Chargers. Oh, yeah. Chargers. The Thunderbolts. Yes. So moving into a brand new home in Los Angeles, still gonna have you know. Less than fifty percent of fans in their crowd, most likely. Um, so obviously, the big one that they did—they went and got Justin Herbert, yep. six overall. Um, but that's not who I want to talk about. You know who I want to talk. Oh, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, number twenty-three in the draft. Pick number twenty-three in the draft. My boy K nine out of Oklahoma. I I cannot say enough good things out of Kenneth, out about Kenneth Murray. A great player. When you think of the Big Twelve, what do you think of? First thing that comes to your mind: offense. Scoring yeah. 50 points a game, or especially Oklahoma, 50 points a game, you know, no defense. We'll score 50, we'll give up 48. 48. Yeah, you for know sure. what I mean? 
Um, but this kid is a sideline to sideline, hunt them down and go get them linebacker. Yeah. Can drop in the coverage, can stop the run, like quick twitch guy, could run all over the field. What did we say? 26? Yeah, I just checked right now. 28 tackles versus Army. That's crazy. 28 Solo tackles or just in general? One game. Wow. Does it matter? I, it does not. It, it I, really like it. I don't, I don't care if it's a halftime. Now, like, granted, Army, all they do is like run, run. the ball. Yeah. But still, like this just, man is flying across the field. He was literally the only bright spot in that Oklahoma defense. Like, you're not kidding about in that. In no way, shape, or form is Oklahoma so known Sean, for their You're defense. telling me you would trade the second and third round pick every day for Because that's what they did. They gave up 37 and 71 to go up. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that was a great – I'd be fine with that. Yeah, Great yeah. I mean, I mean, him and Patrick Queen, I thought were the two top linebackers in this draft, and you got a good one in the middle. And yep. look at this. Okay, so this is their defense now. Joey Bosa. Yeah. Right. They got Linval Joseph from the uh, from the Vikings. Okay. So Melvin Ingram. Ooh. You have Kenneth Murray now. You got Chris Harris from the Broncos. Derwin James. Ooh. You still have Casey Hayward as your other cornerback. Oh, bro, their defense is now stacked. Yeah. So now you give. Tyrod, or you give Justin Herbert a little more breathing room, a little more opportunity, and they still got Eckler, who mm-hmm. who showed that he can hold I his own. Love me some Eckler, bro. Yeah. I had El- I know nobody cares about my fantasy team, but I had Eckler in fantasy at the beginning of the year last year, and he was getting me like thirty points a game. Really? Like he can yeah. do it all, he, right? He yeah, he got me I, Dalvin Cook at the end of the year. I don't think he's a number one running back in the league. Don't get me wrong, I don't think he's like the guy, like the workhorse right. running back, but like. Him, Justin Jackson, you can mix it up. You still have Keenan Allen. You still have Hunter Henry to, uh, to come across the middle. You have Mike Williams. Yeah. Like, Tyrod or Herbert or whichever way they plan to go, like, they got some options. You know what I mean? Um, and they grabbed Easton Stick as a as a um, undrafted free agent. Yeah. 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 So, I, I think that was a, a real smart pick. And I think, honestly uh, – Brian K- Bulaga as your tackle? Yeah. Now, right uh, tackle? K.J. Hill, another late, like, uh, third-day pick. Out of Ohio State, uh, that that he, is he a, a starter. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, obviously, there's there's no rush to put him in there as your number one or number two. You've got you've got guys for that already yeah. in place, but you can definitely put him in some sub packages. And and this is a good possession receiver. He'll go up and get the ball. He'll fight for it, and that's what you want. That's I mean, out of your third, that's what you want. The question is, do you believe in Justin Herbert? Oh, I I. I don't believe in him enough to start him over Tyrod at the beginning of the year. I can tell you that, but I still think he plays this second half of this season. You know, if it gets played, I agree. I I think you start it with Tyrod, and actually, I think you sit Justin Herbert the whole year. You think even I, even if it's a, I mean, you well, you go two and six out the gate. It depends. If it goes two and six, okay, you, you go, you let him go. It's been eight nine games. Bye week's probably there now, but. They have a great defense. I don't see them going two and six. I don't either. They'll be right around probably five hundred, um, unless Tyrod gets hurt. But I think Tyrod. I mean, think it's his to lose. It's his to lose. I think. I mean, he's a, a serviceable quarterback. He yeah. can be like Brissett. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got a pretty mid-tier ceiling. So we'll see what happens there. So, and going back to my guy. Kenneth Murray, Mo City Zone from Missouri City, Texas, Elkins graduate. I mean, come on. How can you not love this guy? He's from, <laughs> he's from the hometown. He's a hometown kid. Yep. Mo City. Yeah. Yep. Elkins. I give the charges a B minus. Nice. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what Herbert can do. Uh, I am. Too. I don't. Again, I, I agree with you. I don't think he gets the week one start, but I think it's something to look into. He needs some seasoning. He needs some time, and 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 Tyrod, Tyrod can get you to yeah. 500. I think, and I think he can be a little good little. development yeah, so. for him, stepping stone. We'll get back to when we do uh, predictions uh, for when the um, schedule we'll get schedules come out. Thank you. Uh, we'll get into it, but uh, so. Okay, so uh, stay tuned for the next podcast coming out soon. Yeah. The NFC North is what we're going to cover. And yeah, discuss. we'll be with you guys next week. We'll start off with the NFC North next week. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Take it easy. We'll be back. Make sure to reach out to us. What's that email address? Yeah, uh, so if you guys have any questions, comments, have anything you kind of want us to talk about, reach out to us. Uh, MSM Daily Mail. That's MSM Daily Mail at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at MSM Productions 2020. Uh, by all means, you know, uh, send us a message, a DM, an email, anything with anything you got. Well, we'll be happy to talk about it. Yeah, man. We want to want to get a bunch of stuff uh, added up and we could do like a mailbag episode one day where we just answer y'all's questions. Let us know what you think. Tell us how great our picks are. Tell us how stupid they are. Let us know what you think about our grades. But, um, until next week, man. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll get back to you uh, sometime next week, Monday or Tuesday. We're going to lead off with the NFC North. We appreciate you guys listening to us. And, uh, man, y'all have a great weekend, man. Yeah, have a good one, y'all. I'll take it easy. See ya.